Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Melissa Priest with Alexandretta Transportation. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about your work. Who are you serving and what do you do? Well, we're actually a consulting firm. So um, I know a lot of folks are like, what is transportation consulting? Um, and what it really means is that, you know, corporations spending anywhere from a million dollars a year on UPS or FedEx or trucking all the way up to close to a billion dollars or even more, they look to us to hire us um, to look for improvements in their existing contracts and implement savings there. So now how did you get into this line of work? It's a predominantly <laughs> male industry, isn't it? The transportation industry? Very much so. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, I actually started um, back in 1997 working for FedEx selling parcel services. Um, and then after about a decade there, um, you know, really just felt it was time to, to shift um, and be more on the client and shipper side of, of things. So I made the, the leap to consulting. Um, gosh, I think it's about 16 years ago now. So now what was that shift like as an entrepreneur going from a big corporate entity that has probably a lot of bureaucracy to a more nimble um, organization that you're kind of calling the shots? Um, well, I did work for another company in between. So, um, you know, wasn't necessarily calling the shots early on, um, but certainly going from a large corporation to a very, very small firm, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a shock to the system a little bit. I mean, if you work for FedEx or UPS, certainly um, just about any business in the world is going to welcome you in. Um, and as a very small <laughs> As a very small representative for a very small company, um, you know, it takes a little bit more work and effort. Um, but at least, you know, having the skills of, you know, one of the largest corporations in the world, um, you know, gave me the skills that I needed to be able to make that pivot. So now when you were going to market as a female-owned transportation company, uh, what were some of the challenges that you had to overcome in order to give the folks confidence that you'd be able to do what, you know, you're promising that you're going to be able to do? You know, there's there's a leap of faith um, in this industry a little bit where folks really have to buy into the fact that even if they have a room full of experts and specialists that, um you know, you're going to be able to still come in and provide value. Um, you know, I, I've, I've certainly had experiences in the past, you know, with, with people talking to me, you know, saying, honey, I've been doing this longer than you've been alive or, you know, assuming I'm a form taker or something like that. Um, so it just takes a lot of persistence to uh, be looked at and taken, taken seriously, I would say. Now, how important was kind of becoming a certified women-owned business in the growth of uh, your organization? You know, we knew about certification ahead of time, so we became certified right away. And, you know, there's just tremendous benefit to it. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, training courses for, you know, everything from, you know, how to market your business to how to do finances um, and everything in between. And the fact that um, there's a portal, you know, that allows you to find diversity contacts within large corporations who can be an advocate for you, you know, in getting hired um, is a tremendous resource. So um, I think it's, it's really important and something that, you know, all female owned businesses should take advantage of. Now, for you and the growth of your company, um, how did um, 
you find kind of mentors and folks that can help lead the way or maybe educate you on things that you didn't know when you were get, getting started? Um, you know, the WBE group, the Women's Business Enterprise, um, WeBank, I'm certified on the West Coast through WeBank West, um, but certainly there's there's resources in there. Um, and then, you know, women that I've met along the way, the, the few of us, you know, you're easy to spot in a crowd in the transportation industry. <laughs> so, uh, you know, certainly we've, you know, we've engaged with each other over the years and, and helped each other along, um, you know, and that continues to this day. Now, as you grow your business, how important is kind of empowering other women in business and kind of um, helping them get going so maybe they don't have to go through what you went through? Hugely, hugely important to me. Um, it's definitely something that's a focus for me personally. Um, you know, I have I have two daughters and, you know, certainly would love to see, you know, their generation not have to leap over um, a lot of the hurdles that we did. And, you know, there's so many resources nowadays. I mean, anything that I can do to help, you know, pull someone along so that it's not so much of a, um, of a struggle um, and sometimes an uphill battle is, you know, is something that I want to be able to help, help other women do. Now, what has been the most rewarding part of the journey thus far? From a women helping women aspect or just, or just having my own business? overall, just being an entrepreneur and, you know, surviving the pandemic and, you know, just kind of just dealing with what you're dealing with on a day to day basis. I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I do feel like, you know, even when I was little, I wanted to have a business. So I do feel like I, I got the entrepreneurship gene. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just a joy to be able to you know, steer the business in the direction, um, that I want to steer it, um, to be able to work with the incredible, you know, team that, that I've assembled here at Alexandretta, um, you know, and to exceed client expectations. I mean, just, just the whole aspect of owning the business and directing it is, is hugely satisfying. Um, and I would also say, you know, we're the only, the first and only female owned transportation consulting business in the U S and, you know, it was important to me to kind of stick, stick that flag, um, and put it down, you know, hopefully to encourage other women to, to follow, um, you know, either in this space or in other, other places within the transportation logistics industry where, where maybe there hasn't been a presence before. Now, can you explain uh, why that's so important for uh, women or just anybody really to get involved in the logistics supply chain? That's a field that uh, I think is kind of has a lot of misunderstanding around it. It's not kind of your grandfather's uh, supply chain and logistics world that we live in today. You know, (laughs) whereas maybe at one time it mattered that you were a big, strong person to lift heavy things that right now. There might be mm-hmm. some of that, but a lot of that is automated. There's a lot of robotics. There's a lot of kind of brain power required to get things done and move things from point A to point B. There is. I mean, you know, as we've shifted to a global economy, um, you know, over the last several decades, um, you know, it's become incredibly an incredibly sophisticated industry. And um, there's a lot of analytics um, in it. There's a lot of intelligence that goes into it. Um, so there's a lot of really exciting and very complex, um, problems to solve and solutions to be found and implemented. And I think those are, are attractive, um, 
positions for, for anybody, um, you know, who's looking, you know, for that type of, you know, mental stimulation. There's a lot of that in the transportation industry now. And I think, you know, there's plenty of women that are really, um, would be interested in it and are very well suited towards it. Um, and it's, it's also become a lot more um, important to the C-suite, you know, that supply chain is, is incredibly important to the the profitability and the success and livelihood of most organizations, you know, anybody who's shipping anything and, and the C-suite has really realized that and is starting to, to really escalate supply chain positions into positions um, with more visibility um, as, as, you know, as is, is rightfully so. So, I mean, there's, it, there's, there's so much opportunity there and um, so many different areas where women can plug in. It's incredible. Right. And I don't want a young woman to kind of self-select out before they really educate themselves on all the opportunities. It, I don't, right. you know, I don't want them to picture in their head something from 20 years ago that really isn't the reality right. today. Right. And the nice thing is, is, I mean, there are supply chain degrees now, which, you know, they're, they weren't something that existed, you know, when I was going to college. And so I think, you know, they can get a lot of, um, Oh, information in terms of all the different segments that are out there. Because I mean, you know, from transportation itself to sourcing and procurement and, um, you know, everything in between, there's just so many different areas that they can get exposed to, or, you know, or do internships until they find the thing that is, is specifically, you know, lights, lights them up. Now, can you talk a little bit about kind of being a remote worker? I know that, um, You've worked from uh, your home or your office uh, for a while now, and this transition during the pandemic probably wasn't as drastic for you than it was for (laughs) other folks. Um, Any kind of do's and don'ts uh, for being kind of an effective uh, remote worker when it comes to balancing your home life, your work life, because those things can bleed together pretty easily, um, you know, if you don't kind of set your own parameters. They can. I mean, yeah. I mean, the pandemic. Yeah, I didn't blink a blink an eyelash since it's business as usual for us. I mean, I think if someone's looking to do remote, uh, you know, I, I've heard in the past and I found it to be true. It's 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 better to either run your business remotely or run your business in person. It's harder to blend the two together. So that's something to keep in mind when starting a business. Is really what do you want it to look like? Um, at least for you know the foreseeable future, so that you can build it. Um, because it's, you know, it's, we have a global business. We've got, you know, folks all over the globe and, um, you know, to have team meetings and to keep everyone motivated and on the same page and know what the values and the goals, um, and the mission are, are are critically important. And doing that looks very different remote versus in person. So those are things that need to be taken into great consideration for sure. Um, I mean, as far as balance, I mean, my youngest is 16 now, just got his driver's license yesterday. And, um, you know, I've, I've been blessed to be able to have had a, a true career during the time when my, my kids were growing up. So um, it's, it's enabled me to be present, although they certainly know when, when not to come into the office or not to interrupt. But um, you can weave together a really successful um, work-life balance uh, if you, you know, if you're, if you're lucky enough to work from home on the regular. Now, um, if you weren't doing enough, let's talk a little bit about the book you're writing. Yeah, I'm actually, it's a collaboration. There's um, 14 women who are writing a book about, uh, it's called Women in Business Breaking Through and, you know, lessons and stories and recommendations on 
you know, what we've done and what we've learned. So again, you know, we can empower the women coming behind us to do it, you know, better, faster, or more knowledgeably than we did. Um, so that's coming out, uh, probably in the next month or so. Uh, so I've got a chapter in there on, um, leveling up, leveling up to unlock success. And that's a lot about the importance of mindset, um, in success and, uh, you know, just growth, you know, visualization, um, you know, getting coaching, things along those lines, because I think those are very much a strong foundation. You can know everything you need to about your industry or accounting practices, but if you don't have your mindset right, um, you know, success can be um, a struggle. Now, could, do you mind sharing a little bit uh, along those lines on maybe some tips or advice for a woman that is struggling with their mindset? What are some kind of things they can be doing to really take their kind of thinking to the next level? Well, there's certainly um, probably three. I mean, there's there's great, you know, books and resources out there, um, you know, that they could read, um, you know, to be able to, to talk about books on mindset and, you know, growth mindset and positivity and things of that nature. Um, there's also a ton of women's groups out there now for, you know, female entrepreneurs to support each other. Um, you know, and those groups have got different, you know, some of them are fortune 500 C-level folks. Some of them are, you know, brand new entrepreneurs. Some of them are more Etsy based. I mean, there's somebody out, there's something out there for everyone. Um, so certainly finding like-minded folks to, um, communicate with, um, is huge. And then there's always coaching. Um, you know, so certainly coaches can assist you both with things that you know, that maybe you're struggling with. Um, but they can also point out blind spots, um, as well, and that can create breakthroughs. So there's a lot of ways to do it. Now, uh, for you, what do you need more of? How can we help you? goodness. I am, I am looking to connect with more, uh, female CEOs and COOs this year. Um, you know, we work with, you know, small internet retailers all the way up to the fortune 500. Um, but I, I would love to be a resource for more female, um, decision makers in the space. Um, you know, let them know that we're out here so that we can, can do that empowerment, um, thing that we're talking about here. If I can make them more profitable and their businesses more successful, um, that's the 2020 would be 2021 would be a great year. And it's a, I think a win, win, win all the way around. Absolutely. So if somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website or best way to get a hold of you? Um, they can reach us uh, at melissa.priest at alexandrettaconsulting.com. And uh, Alexandretta Consulting is our website, so they can find us there as well. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thanks so much, Lee. I appreciate you having me on. Take care. Happy holidays. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.